It is 10.50. Welcome back. We have Will Altoff with a trending story. Hey, Will. Hey, Brian. A Petaluma, California barber calling it a career after more than 60 years. Al Kelp is going to give his last haircut at Al's Barber Shop by the middle of next month. And the location has been open for more than 72 years, ever since his father opened it. The 84-year-old telling the Press Democrat he decided now is the time to turn the business over to someone because... As he put it, he's got a thousand things he wants to do. Kelp says another local barber is going to take over his business. Yeah, no kidding. All right, interesting story. And the speaking of things that are interesting is we're just over six weeks away now from Election Day. Getting down to it, including Republicans in the House bringing forth a specific agenda, something that I thought was lacking earlier on in this cycle. I've always been of the opinion that Americans in general would rather vote for something as opposed to simply being the other thing there as an option. And channeling the contract with America, we had the commitment to America that was rolled out by House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy on Friday. Will that end up doing the trick? Will we have a wave election for Republicans potentially this November here to talk about all this is somebody who knows a thing or two about strategy and actually was in the Clinton administration when that contract for America came down. The author of the return Trump's big 2024 comeback, which is still number one on Amazon in its category. Dick Morris joins us once again. Good to talk with you, Dick. Hey, good to be here. I, I liked your comments about the, uh, about the commitment to America. But um, I find it lacking in one particular area. Uh, the fiscal year expires at the end of this week. And unless the government votes for new spending by Friday, a continuing resolution, everything closes down. And the Democrats are saying, fine, let's vote for the new spending. And then let's revisit the issue of formulating the full budget in November or December after the elections are over. But what the Republicans need to do, and McCarthy is not advocating so far, is to say, no, we're not going to vote to keep the government open until November or December. We're going to vote to keep it open until January or February, because we're going to win the House and the Senate as well. I believe that's true. And then we want the new Congress, the Republican Congress, to do the budgeting so that they can kill all the spending rather than let the lame duck Democratic Congress have another crack at it. And there is, does not appear to be a consensus among the Republicans to hold firm on that. And if they cave and vote to raise the debt limit, which is also up, and vote to roll over the spending until only the uh, end of the year, uh, that giving the Democrats the ability to change it, that'll be a real cop-out. Boy, Dick, you you bring up a really good point there, and it's something that's been on my mind from time to time, but it's kind of cart before the horse because obviously we're not at the election yet. But, I mean, ultimately, if Republicans were to take back control of Congress, could we end up seeing maybe the most dangerous lame duck, given how extreme many Democrats have been willing to be in this Congress and seeing that last little window of opportunity? Yeah, I think we would. Uh, I'm not sure they could pass anything because the filibuster rule, but... We can't give them the power to set up the budget uh, and because uh, they'll just continue the spending. For example, if we say we'll only continue the budget through January when the new Republican Congress presumably takes over, we could say in the next budget we're taking out 
the 87,000 new IRS agents so they won't ever be hired. Uh, we can make major changes that are really important. But if the continuing resolution expires in November or December, the same Democrats, the lame duck Democrats, will just pass the same spending. Dick, one of the uh, big questions that's come up of late, where is Trump in supporting candidates in uh, for congressional races across the country? Well, sounds like he's getting ready to step in. Yeah, well, he's had he's had all these rallies. They're all in key areas and they're strategically placed. And I think he's going to begin to spend money in these races. Um, I think that it's that there's another trend that I want to talk to your listeners about. Uh, I did, we, we just got a poll back that I did with John McLaughlin, who did Trump's polling. And we, find, we are finding a big swing on the abortion issue to, back toward pro-life, away from pro-choice. Uh, after the Dobbs decision, the Supreme Court case came down, there was a big increase in pro-choice sentiment. But now that's backlash, and the uh, pro-life voters are now a majority in the country, albeit by one or two points. But they, there's been a 10-point swing by each way on the issue of abortion. And I'm trying to figure out why, and I suspect it is that the country has basically come to a national consensus on abortion that it's never been able to do before around the 15-week rule mm-hmm. that says you can have it up to 15, but after that you can't. And polling shows that a majority of pro-life and a majority of pro-choice voters agree with that. So the pro-choice voters aren't really pro-abortion. They're anti-abortion. They just feel that sometimes it's necessary. There's a small group of about a third of the voters, about a third of the pro-choice voters, about a sixth of the total that say, oh, I love abortion because we have to have population control. But for the most part, voters say it's an evil necessity. And when the Democrats are basically advocating abortion up to 40 weeks, which means well into the third trimester, kind of kill them on the way out, uh, that's, that's something voters are not willing to tolerate. And increasingly, the Democrats blew past the stop sign of the 15-week consensus. And now they say, just the first trimester, we want unlimited access to abortion all the way through delivery. And that is something Americans are not willing to go along with. That is a great piece of new information. And I think it makes a lot of sense in in a lot of respects. Uh, Run out of time to elaborate on it. But I mean, always great talk with you. Dick Morris, his book, The Return, Trump's Big 2024 Comeback. If you haven't read it, go get it. Check it out. Good stuff. And look forward to talking to you again real soon. And uh, coming up, we're going to take a look at something that is literally out of this world. It's the first time that NASA has built a spacecraft for the expressed intent of wrecking it and in space. We'll check in with Rory O'Neill about it next, right here in the Bright Mud Show, News Radio 610 WIOD. Weather any storm.